everybody to Different Pieces, Different Places. I'm Sherry McNary. And I'm Carol Schwebert. Hi, Carol. Hi, Sherry. And we have someone special joining us on the phone tonight. We have a guest. Hi, Rachel. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. We're doing good. We're doing good. Um, We're really excited to have you on the show. We've been talking about it for so long. We have. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Yay. So I think Sherry's going to kick it off with an inspirational quote to kind of set the tone instead of talking about this like 24-7 news cycle, um, just to kind of have like a different intention for the day. I Here's my quote, start your day talking to God. I heard, I was, I was listening to another podcast while I was out on my walk today, and one of something that was said during that podcast really spoke to me and it was, and this is spiritual. So, and we get on that spiritual path sometimes on the podcast, but um, this person said, um, you don't have to read the Bible. You get to read the Bible. Hmm. And I thought that was, um, that was, that spoke to me because sometimes that feels like, a daunting task to have to, to read the Bible, you know, so I'm going to make an effort to look at it in a different way and maybe not rush to try to get through some of those scriptures and and chapters in the Bible, but be okay with staying in one book, maybe on one chapter for a long time and just letting it resonate and learning from that. So maybe that's part of what we're going through here too, besides being stir crazy. Part of that is we just slow down take everything in and, and, you know, learn and change from it all for the better. I like that. I think it's um, inspiring to think about what can you learn from this? And also you don't have to do these things. You get to do them in, in some, in some regard. Yes. You, it's a privilege. So, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that, that, Sherry. You're welcome. So with that said, Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Let's get to it. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so, Rachel, we're just going to have you briefly introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, how we met. Sure. Like, um, everything yeah, about great. Rachel. So, and I've never met, I've never met Rachel either, so I'm really excited <laughs> to hear. <it>. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm Rachel Masood. I am a lobbyist and policy analyst at the County Commissioners Association of Ohio, which is where Carol's husband works. So um, that is how Carol and I met. Adam brought Carol on our work conference trip to Vegas last summer, and it was the best thing that Adam has ever done. Um, And none of us had ever been to Vegas before. And so Carol was so sweet um she like I was there solo and they were there as a couple and she was basically like you're gonna hang out with us because I don't want you like in Vegas by yourself and (laughs) so I kind of like tagged along with them and we made other friends and stuff but it was super fun and we experienced the madness that is Vegas together for the most part and um we even had this little adventure where Carol and I and another friend and Laura decided we were going to go explore the Red Rocks and we were going to rent a car and we got to the car rental and they were like well all we have left is this red Mustang (laughs) so we the three of us like drove around in this red Mustang in the middle of the desert and like took pictures on it and it was just so like 
funny and fun and it was I can't think of a better person to hang out in Vegas with than Carolina. I know. I know. It was like, I mean, Vegas was a lot. Like, I think we were there maybe like two nights too long, at least. Mm -hmm. Like, we were there for five nights in July. So it was like hot. But um, it was still super fun. And so Carol and I have been friends ever since that. And um, much to Adam's dismay, we are we have continued the friendship. He loves so it. He does love he it. He loves it. He just doesn't like when we compliment each other's outfits, which is. Oh, my gosh. That was so ridiculous. Every, Sherry, every single time that we would meet up with Rachel and, like, go to lunch or get breakfast or go to dinner or go to a show, whatever we were doing. Rachel, I mean, we we had just met. And so we were still like establishing our like friendship. And, you know, it was it was always just like, oh, my gosh, I love your outfit. That's cute. You look cute. And at one point, Adam was like, stop this. Like, just stop it. (laughs) He was really he like did not he was just like, stop it. Stop. We were like, no, like, this is what you do. Like, this is what women do when they're making friends but we had this so much fun on that trip like we did. when we when we rented that car especially that was just such a blast to kind of get out and do something totally different and just see different things and I think like we really bonded during that we did we absolutely did um and you know we bonded like a grand adventure yeah yes. We bonded over self-care also. We both listened Absolutely. to another podcast, Forever 35. Shout out, Kate and Dory. You, um, you introduced me to that podcast on that Vegas on trip. On that Vegas trip? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's so good. It's so, like, it's totally inspired my self-care journey and... Um, Tell me more about it. Like, what... what tell me. So, yeah. So, I, like, never cared about skincare or makeup or anything like that ever right and so I posted this Instagram story one day and was like hey tell me what your skincare routines are because like washing my face is probably not enough right like I'm at the time I was like 25 so anyway um and people you're allowed to do that when I know (laughs) so people told me about um they told me about this podcast for 35 and my friend Ellen told me about it and I started listening to it and I was like, Oh my gosh. And it was just, they had like, um, basically like feed your soul, like whatever you need Mm -hmm. theme. It's not just about skincare, but that's kind of how it started for me. And so now it's like, one of their big things is like setting boundaries and they talk about like fashion as self care and, you know, like, your relationships and all different facets. And so I feel like it's just totally changed the lens with which I look at how I prioritize things. If that makes. It's such a good show. I I'm going to check that out. You know, Carol, we often find that we do that on our podcast too. Like we get off on these tangents. It's a fashion podcast, but we weave so many other things into it. It just is this conversation that usually morphs and evolves into many different things within the course of a half an hour a hundred yeah something really cool that um the forever 35 ladies kate and dory are doing right now is they've created a podcast that's entirely for this pandemic time and they are um they're recording every single day and publishing a new episode every day and the show is called here for you and it's been great so far what are they so 
what are like what's an example of something they might talk about um they pretty much on on that one they talk about just like what they're doing each day essentially like what they're focusing on that day or what they've been doing in quarantine life essentially I love that because like I was just saying you get stir crazy you need ideas yes a hundred percent yeah it's hard to entertain ourselves during this right (laughs) Sherry painted two bedrooms over the weekend. Oh my gosh. I did. I <laughs> I'm like I'm impressed. That's impressive. No, it's like it's like borderline weird because <laughs> I mean <laughs> I I mean I love to do house projects. I've said that before, but I when it, when you're in your house and you're looking at it all the time when you're home working I like if you love to do house projects, that could be dangerous, yes. a dangerous situation because um I mean my it didn't even need painted. I just wanted to change like the shade the color, the shade that was on the walls. That's all it was. So yeah, it can be it can be dangerous. Oh, but, I'm certain uh, when I go back to my parents' house after all of this that they will have my mom will have rearranged every single piece of furniture and painted like a bunch of rooms and oh, yeah. she loves that stuff. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, we have to come up with ways to keep ourselves entertained. We do, and um, Carol, so tell everybody about your new way to stay entertained, if you want. Oh my gosh, I oh my I love God. that we are just totally off the rails. Like we had an agenda, and we're just we're totally not even. It's like not even close. But it's well, because I keep interrupting. Oh no, but it's great. It. Like this is this is great. Um, so. We got a dog over the weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> I love and I he's so good. Tell he's he's got a great story. Yeah, he's he's such a good a good boy. And Rachel has sort of like been here for this also because <laughs> you know she she gets to see into my life every day because she works with my husband and she gets to kind of like hear what's going on. And um, she actually told me last week that Adam told the team that he thought we were going to get a dog and I was like oh my gosh it's real it's really (laughs) happening like if he if he told people this is happening like it's happening like wait he didn't tell you for he was telling people at work (laughs) he said yeah in one of our meetings he said like we're probably getting a dog and I text Carol and I'm like oh my my god God." Adam said you're probably getting a dog you're getting a dog Rachel, you were like texting her, like it was hot yeah. off the press. The minute he said it, you were on. That happens frequently. Again, much to Adam's dismay. This is why, like, but now every day we have, um, we have team calls um, every morning at eight thirty, and everyone always asks about Austin every time. So <laughs> yay, yes. Well, finish kicks again. I interrupted Carol. Finish. Please finish telling us about him. It was a good interruption. Um, yeah, so he um, he was rescued from Texas, and that's why we named him Austin. We went to Texas last year I for a vacation. That. Yeah, so we wanted to pick something that was kind of like a nod to his heritage. And yeah. he was rescued because he needed an eye surgery, and I think his original owners just weren't able to give that for, for him. And um the woman who owns the Labrador Retriever Rescue is actually a really good friend of mine's mom. And we knew that, like, when we were ready to adopt, we were going to um, reach out to her and work through her to find, like, the perfect dog. And 
I thought it was going to take a lot longer than it did. I, I thought we were going to be maybe really? like, yeah, in conversations for a few weeks. So she kind of got to know us and, you know, maybe got a few different dogs to come through. But, you know, the first time I talked to her, she said, she just asked, like, tell me a little bit about like you and your husband and what you're looking for. And, you know, I just said, we'd love to have a family dog that's someday going to be good with kids and is like really friendly and just easygoing and, um, and she was like, well, I have the perfect dog for you right now. Um, and she <laughs> was like, like wow. they just don't make dogs like this. He's just such a good boy. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess we're, I guess we're going to do it. So, um, my parents picked him up and brought him on Sunday and yeah, I mean, he just, he is so good. He's so sweet. He doesn't really bark. He's maybe barked twice since we got him and it's He's only barked two times. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, he's just a good boy, and he loves people. He loves other dogs. He loves us. Um, he likes to go for walks. Like, he just – he's such a good boy. And when you see him, he looks really um, peaceful and happy. Yeah, he's very like, docile, very friendly. Yeah. I was fine, too. I, I've, ha- I've had several rescues in the past 20, 25 years, and um, they're always – it seems like – they're just so happy and appreciative that they found their home. Like, um, rescues especially are like that. Um, they're just, they, maybe they've been like in a bad situation for a while and, um, they're just really happy. I think it just started raining and Adam and the dog are out on a walk. (laughs) Uh Oh, no. Too bad. Well, People, this is like a live recording. Like, this is the the reality of what is happening in our lives. It's true. And my son just walked in the door, and he's, like, getting food out on the table. For Perfect. The room now, so I hope you didn't hear that. <laughs> <sighs> you know about it now, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Rachel, you, you and David want to get a dog someday, we right? We do. So, currently live, which, sidebar, we just moved in together, like, during quarantine, we are, um, David and I, Sherry, David and I are engaged and we were supposed to Congrats. be getting married next month and we've had to postpone our wedding. Thank you, coronavirus. But we are still, oh it's so sad. Yeah, but, but Carol, tell them the bright side of it. <laughs> tell her. Okay. So the bright side of this whole thing, and I want to circle back to the Vegas trip. So on the Vegas trip, Rachel was telling me all about this guy she, you know, was in this, like, long-term relationship with. He's, like, awesome. And, you know, like, maybe they're going to be, like, getting engaged soon. She, like, doesn't know what's going to happen. And um, she's, like, starting to tell me that um, they're going to be, like, going away together for the weekend right when we get back. And I I turned to Adam. And I, I don't think that Rachel heard me say this. But I was, like, this girl's about to get engaged next weekend. <laughs> yeah. And that <laughs> happened. You knew it was I covered. have no idea. None. Like, did you say anything here? You didn't say anything, did you? No, I mean I didn't even know. David yeah, no. At that like point. we had just met. Um, we had known each other for like four days. And Carol was like, "Yeah, oh, okay. I just, okay. I was like, I can smell this a mile away. Like that boy <laughs> is proposing, and so um, that's exactly what happened. And then Rachel is planning a brunch wedding, which is similar to what Adam and I did for our wedding, and um, it was going to be on the same weekend as my other friend's wedding, which has now also been postponed, but. 
All this to say, the good news is I am now able to go to Rachel's wedding, which will be in August. (laughs) So that's very exciting. (laughs) But we, yeah, so we recently, we moved in together um, and we're renting like a townhouse apartment and um, we cannot have dogs here. And it's like, I love this apartment complex to Columbus. Like, this is my third unit that I've lived in here. David's lived here for nine years. Like, it's super affordable. It's in a super good location. It is very nice and maintenance is good and everything, but they don't allow dogs and it's so sad. So one day when we move out of here, we will get a dog. But that was like probably on our second date. I was like, you want to get a dog, right? Like you want a dog in your (laughs) life? Like that's, it's non-negotiable for me. Like that's a, yeah, that would be a deal breaker. So Oh, yeah. Dogs are good. Well, yes, they are. Congratulations. Um, that's, this will be, you'll look back on this and laugh. Some, I mean, what a, what a, that's like canceling or not canceling, postponing your wedding would, that would be very difficult. I think, especially if you're in the throes of planning it and you have everything reserved that you want and then to find, to have something like this unforeseen happen that's it'll just turn out to be a big adventure and uh you just have to sit back and enjoy the ride and it sounds like you uh have a great person in your life to do that with yeah thank you yeah it's it has not been easy but um I we both have a great support system and great friends and family and you know my grandpa said well Rachel in World War II people got married on the phone and I was like okay (laughs) Wow. So, you know, grandparents always know how to put it in perspective, right? Like, yeah. perspective. Yeah, wow. Nice. That really is like a yeah. healthy dose of I'm reality, like, okay, isn't thanks. it? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Gramps. You're right. So, totally yeah. Right. And we're just, you know, it could be a lot worse. At least we're quarantined together. So, that's yeah. a good attitude. Yeah, that is. So, Circling back to kind of like quarantine pandemic life, what does a day in the life look like for Rachel Masood right now? So honestly, my work has been very, very busy and kind of stressful. Yeah, no kidding. You guys are always always working. And so basically, like I get up in the morning, I go to like my little setup workstation and David goes to his and we like, we just work pretty much like a normal eight hour day sometimes longer like today it took me a little longer to get everything done and then um normally by the time work is done because it's been so stressful like all I want to do is like watch Netflix or a show or like a movie or something and then go to bed like I have not been um I have not really been doing anything besides work during quarantine um which is okay We also are trying to, um, we have been doing more takeout than we normally do because we're trying to support some of our favorite local small businesses. Hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. yeah. So that is, you know, we have some, like we have, for example, this bakery in Bexley called Cherbourg, which is like our favorite bakery. We don't want them to like go out of business. So we've been ordering from them and little things like that. So other than that, like I've been in the house working, essentially. That's my life right now. That's hard. That's hard. It's so hard. I hear that a lot too. Um, people like before you know, like you come down and 
you'll be, you know, logging on at eight o'clock and before you know it, it's like two thirty. Mm-hmm. And then, oh my gosh, I didn't eat lunch. And so um, it's just, I think everybody's trying to stay engaged and connected and I'm getting, I don't know about you, but I'm getting a lot of phone calls and a lot of video calls and meetings scheduled that way. And honestly, um, I feel the same way. I feel very more busy than I, than I have in a long time, even though a lot of my things at work have been postponed. And I hear people say that um, all over the place too, um, that they're just really, really crazy Mm -hmm. busy. Mm -hmm. Something I'm noticing is that I feel like during this time, it almost feels like boundaries have gone out the window. So I I just am Mm -hmm. noticing that people send emails at weird times and they're asking for things that just times that just aren't quite typical and um, there's nothing typical about this, but I still think it's important to sign off at a certain time. You know, maybe it's not the regular time. Maybe you do have to work a little bit longer, but um, you know, to really sign off and then go like sort of Rachel, what you were saying, even if it is going to be a Netflix night, like to commit to that and not pull the laptop back out, um, just so you can kind of yeah. Turn even off. this week, I yesterday I said to mine and Adam's boss, who she is the best boss ever, by the way. Um, but I said to her, she asked, <laughs> she was asking, we were going through something, and I said, you know, Cheryl, are you okay? Like, I'm. I just want to go for like a thirty to forty minute walk outside, and then I will get to this after that. But like, can I please go on this walk while there's still daylight and while it's sunny out? And I was like, I was proud mm-hmm. of myself for setting that boundary to be like, this is not urgent. Like, yeah. I can get to this in forty five minutes, but like. I need to do. And she was like, yeah, I think that's really healthy. Like we need to take care of ourselves. So you're right. Like it's, I love Cheryl. Cheryl she is, is an icon. She is an icon. Ugh. <laughs> Sherry, she is so kind. She took um, me and Adam and Rachel out to um, the Cirque du Soleil Beatles show when we were oh all God. in Vegas. Like, and she's just doing stuff like that all the time. Like she just likes to get people together and she's yeah, so kind. She is. Oh, that's right. Well, I'm I'm glad that you know she's thinking of your health and well being and in the workplace now, especially um, with all this going around too. And you know, Carol, to your point, um, I noticed that same thing, and I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, as far as the irregular schedules are concerned, and I think people have kind of been told, um, you know, get the work done mm-hmm. on your own time um, because it's just so crazy right now. So totally. Yeah. If you need to take a break like that or whatever, feel free and then you can come back to it later. But yeah, I do think it's important though to, to, yeah, set some of those boundaries because if you don't, it's like I said, you find yourself, you know, here it is two 30 and then before you know it, it's six 30 and right. We probably wouldn't do that if we were, you know, on our norm in our normal routine. And you can't work 24-7 for the next no. however many weeks this is going to be. Uh-uh. No, we don't. We don't need to do that. So I totally agree. Okay. So we. I feel like we're feeling pretty similar about daily life. Like, it's pretty <laughs> hectic. It's a little crazy. It's not normal. Um, Rachel, is there anything that you're finding that you can do in terms of self-care? Like, you just said you took a walk. That's a good example. Yeah. Trying to move. Even, like <laughs> – I texted Adam yesterday and I was like, I'm literally doing squats during this conference call because it's so useless, but I have to be on it. So I was like, <laughs> he did not find it as amusing as I did, but whatever. Um, 
Oh, I'm sure. He yeah, thought it was but funny. I like you know David will be like you're pacing even if I can't walk outside. Um, trying to get some extra movement in. Um, and I know like I- I'm making the transition to eating like healthier again because I know that like that makes me feel less sluggish. But for the first couple weeks, like I really was just letting myself eat like what I wanted to eat, which was self care for me because again like planning Mm -hmm. a wedding like trying to fit into a wedding dress I was just like I need to just let myself like not police this part of my life because there's so much else that is like Mm -hmm. you know needs to have a little bit of I don't know structure to it so I was like let's just let's just let myself indulge a little bit so I did that for a while (laughs) I support that I fully support that I I think however people are handling this time is fine and I think we have to like be supportive and like do things that are healthy and I think sometimes that does mean like leaning in a little bit more to intuitive eating and those kinds of things because maybe that is what you need at that time it certainly was I'm struggling with that part I gotta tell you guys um snacks are a huge challenge for me I love snacks and when I'm sitting here just working away what happens is I lose track of everything that I have been putting in my mouth and eating all day long (laughs) and then by the end of the day I'm like well it's dinner time but I feel like I've already had dinner three times over and I need to like push myself away from the table and so I'm really I'm I've been challenged with that this week um I did find a way to curb it a little bit and it's helping I mean walks certainly help but Um, I think posture helps too. Like if you're, you know, if you're slumped on your couch and your feet are up, um, you know, it's, it's sort of easy to get lazy in that regard. And totally, I feel like if I'm sitting at the table and I'm sitting up and I'm really paying attention, um, trying to suck it in that that's a reminder (laughs) that I need to, that I need to stop. So we're working on it. Well, I also think, like, there's just this interesting conversation going on right now around food in general, and people have this fear that we're all going to run out of of food, which is not realistic, but we're all limiting the amount we go out and the amount we're Uh grocery shopping, and, you know, we all have these, like, strange things that we're just having to cope with, and we're we're doing the best we can. We're doing the best that we can, and it's day by day. It sure is. <laughs> Speaking of day by day, do we want to do outfit of the day? Ooh. Outfit of the day, yes. Okay, Rachel, so you're up. I'm still in my work outfit, which today I decided I needed to be like in a real work outfit. So I am wearing a long sleeve olive green swing dress from Express. Cute. And it's super comfy. It's basically Ew. like pajamas, but not, but, but something I could actually wear to work. Um, and I love it. I love like, I love dresses. Could live in them. Great. And it's like warm enough that you can kind of yes. wear that. Like in the morning, I had a little blanket on at my little makeshift office. But in the afternoon, it was nice. warm and the sun was coming in. And yeah. I love dresses year round. Mm-hmm. Um, I think no matter what season, you can wear them in the fall with boots, in the winter with boots, in the spring, sandals, whatever, wedges. Um, they're just so easy. It's a great uniform, I think, for work. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. I just love them. Me too. 
Sherry, what are what's your outfit of the day? I'm wearing um, a mask. Um, Perfect. I, I'm kidding. I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> Thought you meant like I'm, an eye mask. <laughs> no, no, no. no, it's actually a makeshift mask. It's a bandana tied around, like in the back. Like what are you talking fit. about? I'm, you know, like a mask that you wear to protect your oh, yourself. You guys didn't get it. No, I didn't. I, I thought I you thought, meant like an I thought eye you mask, and then I thought mask. you meant maybe like. <laughs> Please edit this out. No, we're leaving it in. This this is staying in the episode. No, I'm not wearing a mask. I, okay. I, I was kidding. I um, now I understand that you were like making a joke. I get it. I was making a joke, but it like fell flat. Um, <laughs> I'm just wearing shorts and a t-shirt tonight and my favorite Adidas black tennis shoes. Um, nice. I was walking earlier and it was seriously, it was, felt like it was 70 degrees outside. And so I just left, you know, what I walked in, I left that on for the afternoon and I'm very comfortable and that's, that's it for today. I like it. I like it. I am doing like a, um, capri jegging with a yellow blouse that bright yellow blouse sherry that i found at loft a few yes, months ago the, like the, the tie in the front yes the bow. and yeah. i i've really been doing this a lot because i'm on so many like video calls where you know it's nice to have something like a little bit nicer on top and then i'm mm-hmm. just doing like a jegging during the day yeah great idea and i was on a call with you earlier you know, <laughs> well late afternoon today and I love that blouse and that color on you. Oh, and thanks. Right. You went, you know, because these video calls, it's just, you know, from the waist up and it just looks professional and um, you're still comfortable at the same time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Love it. love it. So, Rachel, you came on the show today to talk not just about life and what's going on in our lives today, but um, capsule wardrobe. Yes. So, I... Carol and I have talked about me coming on the pod for a while and I threw out a bunch of different topics, but I wanted to talk about the capsule wardrobe and in relation to work, because when I graduated and got my first job, I was working at the Ohio Senate. And so I had to wear business attire like pretty much every day. Um, And coming out of college, like I didn't have any year round business attire. And so I kind of took the capsule wardrobe approach and kind of developed almost a work uniform and would really only buy pieces that would work with a bunch of other pieces in my closet. And admittedly, that ended up ended in me buying like a lot of neutrals, um, to start and recently I've started adding a few more colorful pieces to my wardrobe to try and mix things up a little bit but I it's really hard when you're just starting out and this was like five years ago but it's really hard when you're just starting out and you have to buy all these new clothes and like you don't have any money right so you have to be more strategic about it and I see all this stuff online about like totally. these cute like French capsule wardrobe and like all this stuff. And sometimes I'm like, that's really just designed to make you buy more clothes that you don't really need. <laughs> I really appreciate that you just said that. I, so, I appreciate and like, that I, like, so I like much. look at that stuff, but it's not it's not really necessary. So 
a lot of like when I started buying like I've bought a few colorful blazers and cardigans and things so I will literally wear like the same variations of like a black top and black pants and then just throw on like a blue blazer over it or a red blazer over it and that's my work uniform so it A, like, save space in my closet because so many things match that I don't have to buy as much. And B, is a lot less thought process for me when I am getting ready for a work day. Because I still have to wear business or business casual almost every day at work. Um, And I have found that that really helps me. And I am not – I have grown into being more into fashion as I've gotten older. But growing up, that was always my mom and my sister's space. And I realized that – I had to kind of form my own like fashion identity because I would always just wear like whatever my mom or my sister bought me. (laughs) And they are like way more wild than I am. And they like prints and patterns and like loud pieces. And I just am not like that. And so I had to kind of, the capsule idea was kind of my way of creating my own sense of style. Yeah. Well, I think that's like, um, it's a perfect way when you do, when you are starting out, like to get those basic pieces, because as you know, as the years go by, you're going to keep adding to that and adding to that. And really you should always start with basic pieces that you can mix and match, um, with a capsule wardrobe, you can take it to work and then you can also do casual very well too. And that's, I think it's, you know, if you're trying to, you know, like you said, Rachel, start your fashion identity, that's like the perfect place to do it. I really admire your approach to it. It's, it sounds like you, you're taking like a very realistic approach. And I definitely have seen it go like, you know, sideways for people where they like, throw out all their clothes and like, buy new things just to start a capsule wardrobe. And it's like, okay, like, I working with the concept and what you have. Oh yeah, and David will tell you I do not throw out clothes easily. (laughs) Um, This is (laughs) I actually am taking up. We have two closets in our current. I take up one full closet for myself and a fourth of his closet. So um, you know, I'm I'm by no means am I like only owning thirty pieces of clothing um, total, right? But I I have found that. It just, it really helps me mentally to like picture things more. And if you are starting out, it doesn't even have to be like when you first start your, I don't know, first start your work journey or whatever you can, you can do it. If you, maybe sometimes you get a new job and you need a new work style or. I like, you just said work <laughs> journey. <laughs> can you tell that I've listened to Kate and Dory too much? <laughs> because yeah, journey. but I love it. Um, no, but I just, I think that like you can use it or if you do want to like, um, reform your style a little bit then it's a good it's a good way to look at it and it's just a way that has helped me like also save money so I'm not just I used to buy things in like outfits instead of thinking about the piece more holistically Mm. like I'm not gonna say I was that person that went in like yeah whatever was on the mannequin because I wasn't but like I would buy like I would go around the store and put together an outfit and then buy it which is not helpful yeah, and I think that that is, like, kind of a normal approach, though, because that's what we see in magazines, and I think growing up, we saw a lot of those types of shows on TV, you know, like, What Not to Wear was yes. all about, like, uh, the outfit, Stacey London. but in reality, yeah, I mean, lo- we love them, but, like, 
I mean, come on. Like, you're not going out and getting a new outfit every weekend. Like, that's no. just not And this realistic. is another reason why I love dresses, because I have so many dresses. Throw it on and go. You know? I mean, that's it's just easy for me. Yeah, that's great. I'm right there with you on that, Rachel. Rachel, have you shopped consignment yes. or like thrift? so I don't do it often or well and I always forget that you probably know the one in Grandview. Um okay, it's on like yes. the main Yes, second, second chances. chances, right? Or is it one more time? Mm, They're I, both on that right there on I, that. That's right. Both of them. So they're yeah, great. I, I bought I've gotten a few things from there. Um, but normally like I admittedly do like outlet shopping. That's like my that's where I normally shop if I'm going out. Yeah, but I mean I think it's it's also about knowing what works for you, you know, and if that's what you like and that's the best way for you to find what you like. I, I think I just awesome. need to devote more time to second because I do think I would really like it and I know a lot of my friends love it and especially like when you do go in places in Columbus that are like higher end people get rid of clothes you're like someone donated this like that has always been my response when I go into the second and like okay someone decided they were done with this what (laughs) yeah yeah I think se- I think secondhand shopping it actually like requires mm-hmm. more time mm-hmm. um, because sometimes the stores are organized and sometimes they're not and you you can't go into a secondhand store looking for say like a purple dress or um, a navy skirt and a red blouse you can't mm-hmm. look at it like that because it might not be there you might find something completely different so it takes a while to like go through the areas of the store that you that you want to look at the different pieces and I think I think that's true that it it just you have to set aside more time when you're shopping in a consignment store than you would say if you went into you know a Macy's or a department store where they're a little bit more organized I was totally hoping to focus on thrift shopping throughout Lent my goal was to give up retail shopping and then yeah. everything closed and we aren't allowed to go out. So that sort of went out the window. You can, like, what have you been doing in place of that, though, Carol? Have you been just, like, getting ideas online? Yeah, I mean, I guess this is something we've talked about, Sherry, is, like, it's it's a strange time to be buying clothes right now because where are we going? Who are we yeah. trying to impress? That's what we were talking about, I think, earlier this week. I had picked up a few things you know, going into spring and summer. And I'm thinking, I'm not sure when I'm even going to be back in the office. Am I going to need all these things? So, you know, it's something to think about. It might not be, um, you know, in the next couple or three weeks that we're back in the office setting. It might be, you know, a couple months from now. So, you know, what does that look like? So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. But I, I really like what Rachel is saying about um, you know, dressing for work when you're at home and this capsule wardrobe thing sounds like a great way to, you know, throw something on and go to the office or, you know, do the same thing from home. And then it's not like stressing you out. Like, how are you going to put together an outfit? Yeah. I love it love too. It. Thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also want to say, I also want to say that if it's you awesome. are, like, if you have that capsule mentality, whatever, like if you buy something and you can't wear it in the next, like, 
four to six weeks or whatever, you can still wear it another time. Like it's not, you know, it's more all season. A lot of things can be all season. If you really, if you dream big enough, you can wear (laughs) a lot of things all year round. I like that. I it's like true. that. Yes. Think of the navy blazer. Yeah. You, know? you can you can wear that all year. That is so true. Love that. I love. A we navy love blazer a navy too. blazer. I do. <laughs> One of my favorite pieces. It really is. So I feel like we've kind of covered capsule wardrobes. I think we have. Is there anything no, else? No, I. To I mean, I think that's it for me. I. I've really enjoyed. All of cool. this. <laughs> this is so fun. You guys. Good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come back on the show. We love being told how great we are. <laughs> Everyone does. That's the secret of life. So I wanted. Yeah, absolutely. But seriously, like you, you were a great guest. So yes, it was a lot of fun. You're welcome Thanks. back anytime. I wanted to close out with everybody's favorite fashion movie. And why it's your favorite movie. Carol, I've been thinking about this all afternoon. And I want to hear what both of you have to say and why. Okay. And I want to hear that first, if that's okay. Definitely. Okay, I don't want to go first. But I don't even though. know if this is what you meant by fashion movie, but it's the first thing that popped into my head. So Devil Wears Prada because Meryl Streep and Anne yeah. Hathaway. Like, oh, that, I mean, yes. I love that movie. Like, I know it's not. Yeah, I love I just it. watched I love that. It. Movie it's like the I other watch night. it every time I take like a long flight where there's movies. I always watch Devil Wears Prada. I don't know why, but I love mm-hmm. it. It's a classic. Meryl Streep is an icon. Like <laughs> it is. It definitely is. I love Carol? the outfits and the messaging and like it's just it's such a great movie. So I was going to say that movie also, but Sorry, I thought Carol. if someone else was going to say that. Oh my gosh, no, I'm glad I'm glad you said uh, it because yes, my backup iconic. movie is Clueless. Um, I don't know if people think of that as like a, a fashion movie, but her closet is so iconic and it's just so much fun to like look back at those 90s outfits because I remember some of that from when I was like a young kid. Um, I remember like 1995, like everything that was cool. You know, I was like really young at that point, but it's just like really fun to see that. And I love that movie. I love that movie too, Carol. Um, so I wasn't sure what you meant either. So I had a couple <laughs> things. Well, I wasn't sure if it was like a fashion movie like the Devil Wears Prada or if it was just any movie that I like the fashion. Interpret as you will. So Okay, so with that said, I had two. Um, I love Reese Witherspoon, mm. and yes, I I love her in Sweet Home Alabama, and I just love those outfits and her style. It's casual. She's got you know she's in a wedding in that at the end, and then so there's more formal outfits and and all that. So I love her in that, and I love her fashion, and then I also love and. And don't laugh at me, but um, I love the Hunger Games, and I love Jennifer Lawrence when she's in all those different costumes. Um, the one with flames. I don't know if anybody's seen that. Oh, but, definitely. Um, I just think she looks great. 
all through that and the fashion and I love the fashion throughout that I admittedly have never seen the Hunger Games but I respect it and I am obsessed (laughs) with Reese Witherspoon Witherspoon (laughs) and Mindy Kaling are like my top two favorite celebrities of all time I just wish I could be best friends with them oh my gosh (laughs) me too me too do you Um, guys um do you guys have Hulu? Because Little Little Fire is everywhere. Just I was going to ask you if you're watching that. I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, I'm getting. Yeah, oh, yes, exactly. It all comes back we to Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> it seriously does. I'll watch it tonight. I didn't know that that was on. It's and it's Reese Witherspoon yeah. oh, and my gosh, Harry Washington, so good. right? I'm watching. Ugh. Yes, yes, yes. It was another scandal. The outfits and scandal. Perfect. Are you kidding me? Oh. And yes, and you know the Sex in the City forget. movie oh my was gosh, also yeah. up there for me. Honestly, uh, another movie that I watch on airplanes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I gosh, love. That. I just like love a good movie with good fashion yeah. and a good love and a it. good plot line. A good story. Totally agree. Oh my gosh, you guys, this was really fun. It was fun. Thank you guys Rachel, for spending you so your evening with on. me. This was awesome. It, it was, was so awesome. great. And I will talk to you guys soon. Yes, absolutely. We will. I can meet you in person soon too, Rachel. All right. Thank great you guys. talking with you tonight. Bye. Yeah, okay. sure thing. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.